Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. This show is not like any other show out there. We tell the truth. No one controls what we say, and we're on a mission to expose what is going on in government on both sides of the aisle and in between. You can go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of the show, and thanks for listening in. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm loving it so much, and I'm so happy that... uh, that I'm just a member of that because I just pop the pills and forget about everything else. I really am enjoying them, and I'm so glad that I, I've never met Dr. Howard, and it's, it's fine. But mm-hmm. uh, I just, just tell him that I'm just loving it, and I couldn't agree more with him. It okay. is working spectacularly for me. Okay, awesome. Couldn't be better, and I couldn't be more pleased. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE possible to get a tax credit for having to endure Nancy Pelosi this long. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You demonize and then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest and then you merchandise it. And then you write it and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear. And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. And it's, it's, it's self-evident. Uh, and, and, and we are entering into a, a, this kind of a, a discussion in the public view. But it's not there, let, let us, no, uh, no, it's but called it, transparency. I, I, I know, it's not transparency when we're not stipulating to a set of facts and when we want to have a debate with you about saying we confront some of facts. And the drama persists. <laughs> Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm glad you're listening. Um, I'm glad you're spending the afternoon because uh, trying to get to the bottom of this is, <laughs> well, it's a feat. Let me just say that. I welcome you. You can call up. It's me and you. Uh, Susan is out today, and so it will just be me. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. I'd love to get your thoughts on what's going on. And uh, and welcome to all of our global listeners, of course. Um, you know, this... Uh, I, I have to talk about the, of course, the big topic at hand for just a moment because I want to bring I want to bring it bring it down a notch or two and and talk about some of the facts from it if you don't mind. Um, I do find it interesting that uh, we're not talking about a lot of subjects that are just they've just they've just blown over like Epstein completely blown over right. Epstein uh, his arrest was July sixth right and then all of a sudden this phone call that we're all talking about today to the Ukraine Trump's phone call. Um, President Trump's phone call was uh, July 25th. That was a couple of months ago. It's, I always find that kind of interesting because it's like it's, uh, it's finally dragged out, right? And uh, in front of the media for fodder so that there's these huge distractions kind of keeping all of us busy. 
And so this this one is not hard to, to nail down. I think this one is very simple. And talking with Chrisanne Hall, she had a, a great point about what we're all viewing is it's not a transcript. Actually, it's, it's a summary. Uh, the phone call was longer, but it's a summary. But it really does kind of give you a glimpse into what the conversation tone was like um, and maybe what they recalled listening to the phone call, um, the agents that were there, and, and also uh, as they were, you know, writing down. Um, some notes. And so I find I, I find this kind of interesting. I know that uh, there's a great reporter at Wall Street Journal and uh, Kimberly Strassel. And she she actually I mean, there's so few that I would ever say that about as far as uh, great reporters. But she's actually pretty good. And 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 she actually kind of released a, a timeline um, through looking at this the the summary of this phone call, because the of course, you know, Nancy and her crew, um, her little political crew want to try to bring this to impeachment. And like Ron Paul said yesterday, there's so many things that could bring uh, can bring on impeachment that we could look at for the last 100 years. But of course, we're not doing that, are we? We're looking at this. And so these were a couple of the things that she brought up. And I thought this was interesting to know, you know, asking asking somebody to look back uh, and say, you know, hey, what happened here um, with Biden or Biden's son, which, by the way, isn't there any comment from Biden's son anywhere to be found today? It's kind of interesting. Um, and so if he calls about asking him a favor or a question about looking backward and saying, well, that wasn't right, that's because Joe Biden's on tape committing quid quo pro. So um, Trump's actually just he's asking about it. He's asking about it more like investigating it as far as what happened. Um, not that doesn't mean you're committing it. So there's a big talk today about uh, quid pro quo. And, and that is a, a Latin term. It means something for something. That's what it means. Something for something. I give you something, you give me something. And so here we are, um, you know, dissecting this phone call. And the phone call is really benign, actually. It's pretty benign. It's, oh, hey, can you look at that? And can you can we, can we kind of figure out, you know, uh, what happened there? And there was some interesting things that happened, too. And I'll get there. The big thing was uh, the, uh, the, the left seemed to reverse course a little bit and said that he put pressure on him. Trump put pressure on the Ukrainian president. And the Ukrainian president, and that's wrong. Well, the president uh, of Ukraine came back and said, no one's able to put pressure on me. Since I'm the president of an independent country, the only person in the world who has this power is my six-year-old son. (laughs) I just... (laughs) <laughs> that was great. That was great. I mean, they were, this is all such nonsense, right? Um, and so uh, they're launching a, a, a formal impeachment inquiry, and it could it could last a long time. And this could be a, a topic for quite a long time, which is really kind of sad because we're going to miss some of the ones that are happening that really do affect us. Um, but Bill Clinton and Andrew Johnson are the only presidents to be impeached in U.S. history. And uh, and of course, Nixon was impeached. He resigned uh before the process was completed. And so that's why they say Bill Clinton and Andrew Johnson. And so, uh, like Chris Ann Hall noted, you know, Bill Clinton was a globalist and they saved his, they, they saved his uh, behind, right, from um, actually having that happen because he was committing treason. He was selling secrets to China. So, um, so. Uh, there's, there's a lot here, but let me just kind of get to just, just a couple of good things that I want to talk about because this, I find this so interesting. 
the charge by the the uh, actual uh, whistleblower that nobody seems to know um, was a charge that there was going to be that that Trump wanted an exchange of information, an investigation to restart the investigation into Biden's son uh, for three hundred ninety one million in frozen military aid to the country. Okay, that's coming from the whistleblower. The IG report came out and said that that whistleblower they don't know if that whistleblower can be trusted because they're so politically charged on one side of the aisle. Can you guess which side? Yeah. Um, and so uh, so Biden um, uh, basically squashed the investigation into Burisma Holdings, a natural gas company, where his son Hunter Biden was a director. And then, of course, uh, in his own words, taped, which he was fine to brag about, which we brought up yesterday. He was actually bragging about the fact that he was holding a a billion dollar loan um, over their heads in order to fire the prosecutor that was looking into that, into looking into Hunter Biden and this whole situation. So now, um, now uh, we have a summary of the phone call and in the phone call, he mentions CrowdStrike. And he mentions server. He mentions these two things. And people are, there are probably a lot of people going, what is that? CrowdStrike um, is uh, mentioned four times in the Mueller report and uh, in the footnotes. Uh, because Crowd, CrowdStrike was uh, this group that went in because of the FBI and CrowdStrike um, analyzed the DC, the DNC servers for the Democratic Party. And all of the nonsense that went on in 2016. And so, uh, so anyway, so CrowdStrike, they call it a conspiracy theory because it's been said, it's been said by Trump, it's been said by a lot of folks that one of the servers is missing and that could probably hold a lot of truth and maybe give us, uh, maybe give us some information on, on what was going on dur- during the election as well. So I kind of find that interesting. It's an American company, uh, CrowdStrike is, but it's, uh, it's, it's said that one of the servers ended up in Ukraine. So that's why he brought it up. That's why he brought it up. And I'm glad he did. And I almost think he did for a reason, to tell you the truth, because... <laughs> I think it I think it scares the crap out of out of the Democratic National Party that he's bringing up. I think he brought it up for a reason. I think if you start to realize what Trump's all about, he'll needle, he'll needle and and he's letting them know that that uh he is what he's well aware and talking to the Ukrainian president about this. So CrowdStrike, uh CrowdStrike's sitting over here right now going, "What? We 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 came back with our findings and uh and everything was fine um but uh but again the story is is that one of those servers is missing i would probably tend to believe that actually um knowing how things have gone for quite some time i would probably say that's probably true um so we have this uh we have a couple of buzzwords we have a couple of things that were noted and um and and now what now what so this this will start to get very interesting i think um as we move forward in this I think that CrowdStrike needs an investigation. I hope we're inching closer to that. I think that you could probably find out a lot of information there. Not that it would mean anything, because we certainly don't like to have to prosecute anybody. But 
Um, but with that being said, let's just hope that, that maybe some things are coming to a close in that arena. You know, a lot has come out, a lot has come out and, um, and it's been good that we've been able to see under the hood a little bit and, and the FBI has been exposed, the CIA has been exposed and we've got a lot of people lying and a lot of people, um, looking kind of scary sitting in that witness stand. Um, I've also wanted to make note that every single time something happens, they shove a microphone in Schiff, Adam Schiff's face. Have you ever wondered why that is? Have you ever wondered why? Um, there's only a couple of people that they do that with. You know, Feinstein, ever since ever since the Supreme Court hullabaloo and her standing there with uh, Christine Blasey Ford, you know, staring her down. Ever since then, you haven't seen much of her, have you? There's a lot of people that kind of uh, go by the wayside a little bit where they were in the press, pretty hot and heavy for years. But I always find it interesting to who they're going to for comment. They could pick any of them, but they always go to certain individuals. And it just so happens there was an arrest in his district of a political donor um, who's had a long sorted history of um, of, of lots of, of liaisons and and. Uh, Oh, you know, um, uh, Ed Buck, a very interesting guy with a lot of a history with prostitutes, male prostitutes, young male prostitutes, if you get my drift. So it's kind of interesting that that's coming out. And I'm kind of glad to see that because I think there's been enough. The cops have been there enough where they should have arrested him. But he's in the district of Adam Schiff and, and Adam Schiff uh, knows him, knows him well. And so. You know, there's probably a, a tremendous amount of skeletons in the closets of those that they'll shove the microphone uh, into their face for comment because they know they'll go along with whatever they're supposed to say. And, of course, today he is hitting all the right marks when uh, they're going to do their grading for globalist of the year and and also uh, communist of the year, traitor of the year. But Adam Schiff, it, I, I don't think people ever realize why we always hear from these same couple of people whenever these situations break out. So I'm not quite sure. It's been said that uh, 30% of the Senate would actually go along with an impeachment. And like Chris Ann said, it could get kind of scary because Trump, um, if, if he's not a globalist, then, of course, you know, they wouldn't save him like they did Bill uh, Clinton. And so could he could, could they actually stretch this to make this count? Your guess is as good as mine, but I could go over um, I could go over a comment with you that will kind of, you know, it's it's the other side and it's the other side of this as far as what Chris Ann Hall said. But it's it's rather interesting, actually, uh, to think, could this happen? So I'll go over that real quick when we come back. Don't go anywhere because I want you to hear I want you to hear this explanation. It's kind of interesting when it comes to uh, uh, will they be able to impeach? Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly's 
show. Make sure you get over to katedallyradio.com. The show is uh, made into a podcast after the show and after the live show, and you could listen to that and share it. Also, um, go to Balance of Nature. You'll see a picture there on the site. And when you go there, um, click over, and when you order, put in the code Kate because you can get 25% off of this fabulous supplement. supplement. And uh, I've had a lot of friends taking this for a long time. And when I really looked into it and did my homework and research, I thought, man, this is a, this is a fantastic supplement when I started taking it. And then I was convinced. Uh, it took me taking it to go, wow. Um, so you'll feel better. You'll have more energy. And uh, you will understand. You'll understand once you start taking it. Because you do. You feel totally different. And you sleep better. I mean, so many things happen. The list is endless. But it, it is great. And you'll love it. You can get It's affordable already. You can get 25% off. Just put in the code Kate. And take advantage of that just for listening to the show, which is pretty amazing. So they're willing to do that. I think it's fantastic. And you will love it. Everyone in your family needs to be taking a, a supplement because we're just not getting enough nutrition um, from the foods that we eat. So um, you're welcome to call up 888-673-1450. Uh, there was another kind of synopsis or analysis of, of what would happen if there was an impeachment. And so I'm hopefully not going to give this I'm not going to give this topic much more time than just telling you what this what this says because uh, I I think that's exactly what they want us to do and I think there's so much to talk about that's going on that uh, just is unnerving that we need to see I think this is a train wreck of political theater but uh, but let's just say let's just say so this comes from um, uh, a PhD political science guy um, named Sud Fluffle okay <laughs> I um, okay, so here we go. He is a libertarian and he wants to let you know what he thinks. So let me, let me, let me give you this because Chris Ann Hall's take is that you'd have enough, you'd have enough in the Senate, even though it's a Republican Senate, that are establishment that would actually vote against Trump. So, you know, and in the house, you have enough people beholden to the powers that be that they would actually, that they would actually use that as, as an actual excuse uh, to get him out. Um, but here we go. The House can pass articles of impeachment over the objections of the Republicans and then refer it over to the Senate for trial. OK, so they could do that. The Senate then would conduct a trial. There'd be a vote and the Republicans would vote unanimously, along with a small number of Democrats, uh, to not convict the president. And legally, it would all be over at that point. However, during the trial, this is what no one's thinking about. The president's attorneys will have the right to subpoena and question anyone they want. Right. So that is different than the special counsel investigation, which is. That's pretty one-sided. So during the impeachment trial, we would be hearing testimony from, who knows, Comey, Page, Simpson, uh, Holder, who knows. Um, I don't don't really think they'd go that far back to Lynch and everybody else, but Christopher Steele, who knows, John Brennan. So a whole host of participants, right? And and then a lot of dirt would be dug up. A lot of truth would be unveiled. Finger pointing will occur, kind of like what happened with the whole Christopher Steele thing. A lot came out. A lot of the liaison. A lot of the, um, uh, you know, we're going to get him mentality, um, all of, the, you know, using all of their positions and all of their the tools that they're resourced to spy and to do all that. We wouldn't have found that out unless it would have come front and center with testimony. So that could be true. And uh, and then all of this. Remember, the president's team right now would have the right to question all those people under under oath and they will turn on each other. And and it does, is that already starting? That's interesting. So one more thing will happen. The Senate would. Uh, would not convict the president and uh, and then most Americans are 
clueless about the political process. And so most Americans believe that being impeached results in removal from, from office. They don't understand that phase two is a trial in and by the Senate where he has zero chance of conviction. Now, uh, Chris Ann Hall thought differently. She thought that they, they actually would because they're, like I said, beholden to the powers that be and the establishment part of that, the Mitt Romneys and the, the people that are uh, very, very steeped in the establishment would, of course, throw him under the bus at, at any chance. Um, and uh, and so so there you go. There, there's a couple of different uh, takes that you'd have um, a kind of a circus, kind of a three ring cir- circus to keep the whole country fixated on this. A lot of stuff would come out. So that's not a bad thing. But uh, but I, I, you know, probably would tend to probably go with Chris Ann Hall on this a little bit more that you would have a lot of people that would say, well, here's our here's our chance. Right. To get rid of uh, to get rid of him. Now, when I say that. It doesn't mean because everything he's doing is is perfect and I like it. It means that there's a concerted effort to remove him and that they want their globalist, their chosen globalist, uh, the, 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 the highly, highly chosen globalist to be in that seat. And so we understand that things would happen a lot more swiftly if that were the case, right? They could, they could really get a hold of that. There have been some things in this presidency I haven't uh, been okay with. I've been pretty out with that on the show. But uh, for the most part, I think if people can't see the concerted effort to remove him, then I think something's wrong with their brain because this has been a very um, easy to understand, uh, you know, um, uh, craziness since he got into office. And so um, and I also I also don't think anyone's there by accident either, though. And I and I do feel like um, a lot of a lot of things are done to keep the people appeased. Right. They are really concerned about keeping us down and keeping us appeased. So I get that. Uh, if you if you don't think I get that, I I, I do. But I do I, I do see a very concerted effort because he, somebody that can speak out about globalism, that can talk about uh, climate change the way he does or the way he has in the past um, that that is not that does not go along with the well-laid plans like the Greta plan. The Greta plan, you know, her rise to fame was in one year. And I don't know if people really realize that she did her little sit in. And that was in August of last year. She was on Time magazine by December. That's like three months. That's like three to four months. And you're because they have to do that, that, that issue, you know, probably three months because you have to do that issue ahead of time. Um, <laughs> wow, that's that's quick. That is very, very, very quick. And uh, one of the people that uh, tagged her for this role of political climate activist, children of the corn, was um, was the same guy that watched the Parkland stuff going on and, and liked what David Hogg was uh, propped up to do as he was a made political activist. Don't let anyone fool you. And uh, and so n- then you have this young girl running around the planet. And I do think it's kind of interesting when you make the connection that she kind of came um, on board the scene at the exact time of Alexandria Cortez. That all came about at the same time. Um, So you have the adult useful idiot, and then you have the child, the created child activist, right? 
And you've got these two people running around. And she, of course, has a, a, a new green deal that was already written for her way in advance years ago, about a decade ago, actually. Um, and she's parading it around as hers. And then you have Greta, um, who is just getting angrier by the minute. I think her head's going to start to spin and foam's going to come out of her mouth. And I'm just waiting for the clip. But she has these two parents. And we talked about this yesterday, those two parents. One is an actor and one is the uh, uh, the climate change guru who won the environmentalist of the awards uh, of the year in 2017 in Sweden. So these people all have very um, well laid plans for their their little movement there. And of course, they want her everywhere. They want her in in every every corner so that she can be crying out for this. But I do I do find it interesting that her and Alexandria came on board at the same time. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Um, Alexandria. Um, Boy, the, the, it's, it's like you just pray for a muzzle. You just, you just pray for one. So it's either uh, it's either the fact that they could take this impeachment and, yes, the Senate would actually turn on him. Uh, the establishment would rule. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a vault of tapes of a lot of people doing a lot of things and uh, they care about uh, those tapes. And so they will cave or you have a, a situation where they wouldn't cave and you've got uh, you've got a lot of exposure of a lot of events that have been going on, which I. I'm all for the exposure, maybe not in this way, but I'm all for the exposure. I mean, it's not a problem to have it in this way. Let me explain that. It's just that when you get sort of that close to to, to total um, anarchy, and not that that would be like the worst thing, because what we've got going right on right now in the swamp is not good. And uh, maybe some anarchy. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but what would happen? What do you think would happen? 888-673-1450. Um, because this is about as much of much of this topic that I could possibly do in the future. I don't know how people or how a news cycle stays on air. Well, they start making stuff up, but I don't I don't know how they stay on air and, and just keep just keep tackling the same flimsy blank shooting gun fact. Like, I'm not quite sure how they keep it going but they seem to and uh and like chris ann hall said today uh in the previous hour you know this is something that's just kind of interesting to watch that it's just now gone down to lies it's just lies now they they can't even they can't even confuse you with some facts anymore it's just got to be it's just got to be some lies so so there's that um, and then there's the coincidence that this phone call happened months ago, and uh, and are they just bringing it out now for for fodder? The IG report did come out and say that the whistleblower is uh, is politically charged and probably you know um, uh, <laughs> probably don't know if they can trust that kind of witness. Gee, why is it because the group we called uh, we called out yesterday might be I don't know. Paying the uh, whistleblower, grooming the whistleblower. Who knows? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You got about a minute and a half. Um, not a whole lot here. Mm-hmm. Except somebody posts up. Say, I've been a bad boy. They're, so they're spanking me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I can't do anything there other than look. But sure. somebody posts up a YouTube video, and the keywords let's see Greta Nunberg without a script. Hmm. Those those words will get you the title of the thing. She's asked a question about you know uh, climate change or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, that you got to watch it. Okay. She can't speak. Yeah. Let somebody I, else take the question. Well, oh, it's great. She's just a typical kid. Yeah. I mean, if you really, because I have a couple of friends who are feeling bad for her, she's just a little girl. 
Watch mm-hmm. this video and see okay. what your little girl really is like and what she's, what's being done to her. Thank Have you. Appreciate that. Um, you know, you know, it's it's a well-known fact that she was diagnosed with Asperger's, and I do feel she's used as a cog in the wheel and that it's her parents. When she blames everybody for her childhood, she should be looking at her parents. Her parents have ruined her childhood by filling her head with all of this nonsense and, and then getting her to go out and speak about it. I feel like what a used little girl. And, I, and that makes me kind of sad because... Um, even at 16, she's still being used, and it's not okay. This is not okay. Um, so with that being said, I just I wanted to, to make sure um, also that article I was talking about yesterday, there was a World um, Revolution talk, but it was also in a book by a Rockefeller and also... Um, Oh, what was his name? Um, it was uh, Kissinger Rockefeller who started the, Clo- the Club of Rome in 1968 because they wanted to, to tout global problems as real problems. They wanted to bring this out to, to get rid of the Constitution and <clears throat> go to more of a, a united order. And the threat of global warming, climate, uh, water shortages, famine, they said that would fit the bill. And all those dangers are caused by human intervention. And the real enemy then is humanity itself. Um and really what they really were, uh, that, that actually came out in a book. I, I was going to mention to you that came out in a book. Uh, it was retooled, came out of limits of growth in the seventies. And then it was, it, it came out again in 90, I think in 91 or 93, the first global revolution. Um, that's also contained in that too, where they were coming up with these ideas, these ideas of what could unite the world, the threat. Notice that word, the threat, how they could unite by, by using a threat. Okay. Anyway, be right back on the Kate Daly Show, and I'll take your calls, too. 888-673-1450. Be right back. Thank you for listening to the Kate Daly Show. You can go to The Kate Daly Show on Facebook, The Kate Daly Show on Twitter. Happy to see you there. And also, message me. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at kate at katedalyradio.com. Go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of our live show. 